of facts to fight off the liberal gaslighting. You can be in the middle of a hurricane. You have sanctuary in the city of Chicago. Or you can be on a calm day. North is still north. You could be in a thunderstorm. I am angry. We are not going back. Not ever. North is still north. People can yell at you. The hell with the Supreme Court. We will defy them. North is still north. It doesn't change fundamental things. And in this business, right is still right, even if you stand by yourself. We don't get fooled again. No, no. Live across the fruited plain and from sea to shining sea, we are converting the Marxist left one hour at a time on the Wendy Bell radio program. Well, hello, America, and beyond the fruited plain, welcome home to the Wendy Bell Radio Program as we work together on wrapping up what has been a very interesting and exciting broadcasting week, has it not? You know, I've never paid this much attention to politics. I've never paid attention to measures like omnibus bills or continuing resolutions. I've never been more excited to pay attention to C-SPAN, and I've never been more excited by a truth than I got yesterday from Donald Trump, which I think is terrific. And we're in a very interesting point, ladies and gentlemen. We are watching history in front of your very eyes. Not only are you watching, you are participating. And it is because of you, each and every one of you, who refuses to roll over, who refuses to put up the white flag, who refuses to give in, to cave, it is because of your courage. It is because of your desire to be awake, even though that means learning dirty things that have been going on in this country for decades. This is because of you. It is your time. And we're going to take the bread and soak up the gravy today, friends. As everybody out there panics, oh no, the house in disarray. Republicans don't know what they're doing. No, this is exactly, precisely What needs to go on? And if we leave you with nothing other than one word, rejoice. Change is coming. Welcome home. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands. One nation under God, indivisible with liberty and justice for all. Amen. This is the ultimate flushing of the covey of sock, right? This is the moment Donald Trump finally comes out, weighs in in the midst of his legal garbage and in New York with that deranged attorney general, right? He emerges with one singular truth yesterday, which I think is fantastic. And what he said was he's on board 100% endorsing Ohio Congressman Jim Jordan to be Speaker of the House. Now, you say whatever you want about Jim Jordan. 
right? We played some audio earlier in the week as Jim Jordan stood up before his caucus and in front of the the Democrats and said, you know what? I don't think that we need to get rid of Kevin McCarthy. And we played that audio for you. And I said, what do you think? Does that surprise you? Did you expect him to be a hardcore MAGA individual? Because I think he is. But I think he understands the machinations of the game. And so then right after Kevin McCarthy is taken down, Jim Jordan puts his hat in the ring. A bold move. Do we normally see jockeying, literal campaigning for votes from the House? Because that's exactly what's going on. And so now what we're looking at, right, as all of the voices out there of the uniparty and the swamp creature left, as they want to mock the machinations, the very machinations of government as they were intended by the framers. These things are supposed to be gnashed out. It's, it's supposed to be some gnarly argument fight. That's what this is. It's not supposed to be easy when you are trying to chart the right course for this country. But we've got Steve Scalise. We've got this congressman Heard, who I don't know much about, whatever, he's not going to make it. Jim Jordan, I think, really is going to be the guy. So we'll see how everything goes. But this is what was so interesting with with President Trump last night. In a truth social post, he said he was endorsing officially Jim Jordan. And this is what he said. Congressman Jim Jordan has been a star long before making his very successful journey to Washington, D.C., representing Ohio's fourth congressional district, respected by all. He is now chairman of the House Judiciary Committee. As president, I have the honor of presenting Jim with our country's highest civilian award, the Presidential Medal of Freedom. So much is learned from sports. And Jim was a master. While attending Graham High School, he won state championships all four years wrestling, a rarity, and compiled an amazing 156 to 1 record. At the University of Wisconsin-Madison, Jim became a two-time NCAA Division I wrestling champion, won 1985 to 86. Wow. Holy cow. NCAA championship matches in his weight class. Jim has a master's degree in education from Ohio State University, a law degree from Capital University. He is strong on crime, borders, our military and veterans and Second Amendment. Jim, his wife... Polly and their family are outstanding. He will be a great speaker of the house and has my complete and total endorsement. So, and the person who broke this, which is outstanding in and of itself, was the Republican from Texas who had actually thrown President Trump's hat in the ring to be speaker, Troy Nels. And he said this, just had a great conversation with President Trump about the speaker's race. He's endorsing Jim Jordan. I believe Congress should listen to the leader of our party. I fully support Jim Jordan for speaker of the House. Now, this is very interesting. One... Jim Jordan, I believe, has universal appeal among Republicans in Congress who will be voting for him or not. Steve Scalise couldn't really tell you much. I know he's moderate. I don't believe he's MAGA. I want MAGA. I don't want moderate. I don't need people who are shaking hands and going out and having cocktails with the Democrats after work. This is war. 
and the war is saving the country that the Democrats have made every move for the last several years to flush down the toilet. Every single thing that we are going through right now is because of the Democrats and the uniparty losers of the Republican Party that have gone along with them. I don't want somebody who's that negotiator. You need to get along or you just need to get stuff done and you need to have a strong majority and you need to work and you need to actually show up and you don't go on six week vacations and you don't throw in the towel, stonewall and slow walk until the last minute. You don't do standard operating. Standard operating got us to thirty three trillion dollars in debt, period. Full stop. End of story. Game over. Beyond Jim Jordan being a strong candidate, Donald Trump is the leader of the Making America Great Again Republican Party. And the people in Congress who vote allegedly with an R next to their name are now going to have to have a very significant roll call. Are you in or are you out? Because if you're out, you know I am white on rice on that vote. I will be all over that, and I know a lot of other people will too. We have a true leader of this country. His values are your values. He cares about what you care about. He's not disconnected, fully ensconced, intoxicated by the Beltway bubble and delusions of grandeur. He's focused. He has a country to save. And he's ready to get to work. You're either in or you're out. Right? We have sound today, very interesting sound from people who are freaking out. It's fascinating to watch the pile on because the Uniparty knows Jim Jordan is not their preferred choice. It would be Steve Scalise, in my humble opinion. And they are freaking out. And I'm going to illustrate that with sound from Hillary Clinton. I apologize in advance. But what she says is as important as what you heard Brian Kilmeade say the other day on Fox as he was skewering Representative Tim Burchett, the congressman from Tennessee, one of the eight who forced the gavel out of Kevin McCarthy's fingers. You see how they attack those of us who are unwavering, who are relentless, who love this country so much. What an exciting time to see the Uniparty fracture, freak, scramble, throw stones, come up with ancillary side stories, dig up dirt, create a different narrative, try to concoct a smokescreen, all the while realizing that the Democrats have no leader, they have no bench, they have no hope, they have no plan other than suck. So, fellow Republicans, beyond that, fellow Americans, alas... I believe we are watching the pendulum of crazy, disconnected, uncontrollable, addicted government stopping and beginning to swing the other way. And you are the ones who made it 
happen. All right, don't go anywhere. I've I've set you up. Hillary Clinton, you've got to hear a few audio sound bites. I'm going to pepper her in all throughout the show today because you need to know what we're up against. And it's so obvious. She says it all. All right. Rolling out Hillary means they are scared to death. And I'll prove it next on the Wendy Bell Radio Program. All right, so when you roll out, and I said this to Brock this morning, I sent him about four in the morning, I sent him a a, a clip of Hillary Clinton sitting down with CNN's Christian Amanpour. You've got two washed up old hags, right? And, and, hey, I'm on my way, right? I'm 53. I'm no spring spring chicken either. I can say that, okay? Um, But I can also say at some point you get put out to pasture and you move along. Can anybody over the age of 70 do this? Apparently not, right? So these two gals, these two, you know, cackling gals are going to sit down together and they're going to lament the fact of what's going on in Congress. Oh, my goodness. Look at this disjointed GOP. What a shame. Well, it's very interesting to hear what they say. Brock wrote back. I said, look at who they're rolling out. He says, when you have no bench, you got to bring up your retired all stars, right? They got nobody. They've got nobody, which is great. So I've got three quick bites I got to get to you, okay? And Christiane Amanpour is going to ask Hillary Clinton, you know, what what do you make of these things going on with the House and the Speaker's gavel? Um, Okay, listen to audio soundbite number one, Hillary Clinton, fantastic, go. You saw uh, the number of Republicans who voted along with Democrats to keep the government open. So there's clearly a common sense uh, you know, sane uh, part of the Republican caucus in the House. Okay, so there you go. There's clearly a sane, and they voted with us to keep the government open. She's going to package it to you as that's what this is all about. Kevin McCarthy said the same thing. We've got to pay our, our, our active duty members. We can't stop paying Border Patrol. We've got to keep fighting. Well, that's not what we're talking about, Kev, right? You're not hearing. We're tired of the spending. And this doesn't stop the spending. So we said shut it down. And a lot of people agreed with us. But then Hillary Clinton is going to go into this whole thing. She likes to point fingers at the Republicans for doing, she says, doing something that's terrible that, in fact, the Democrats are doing. Listen to audio soundbite number two. Um, But I think they are intimidated. Uh, They um, oftentimes you know, say and do things which they know better than to say or do. Ah, kind of like pulling fire alarms. <laughs> I mean, is that sort of like those things that they say and do? I hate when that happens, you know? Yeah, I think they're intimidated. You know what they're not? They're not intimidated. Because this is all out civil war, Hill. And because you and the other lackey loser Democrats and the Republicans who've just gone along because that's the way it goes, Right. We know exactly what's going on in your minds right now. Holy cow. They booted Nancy from the squatter's rights in the House and the Speaker's office. What? They changed the do- the locks? What? What's going on? Mm. We're going to be playing by some new rules, kids. And then this is audio soundbite number three. Um, I-, I don't even know how to set this up. The tired old trope, MAGA extremists making America great again to them is dangerous because it upsets 
the darkness and the evil and the corruption of this uniparty gang of thieves trying to push upon you through media propaganda and big tech censorship and other such nonsense, this new liberal world order, which we, period, fundamentally, period, reject. Go. And it will require us defeating those most extreme measures uh, and the people who promote them in order to try to get to some common ground where people can again work together. That's the way it used to be. I mean, we had very strong partisans in both parties in the past, uh, and we had very bitter battles over all kinds of things, gun control and climate change and the economy and taxes. But there wasn't this little tail of extremism waving, you know, wagging the dog of the uh, Republican Party as it is today. Mm -hmm. And sadly, so many of those extremists, those mega extremists, um, take their marching orders from Donald Trump, who has no credibility left by any measure. He's only in it for himself. He's now defending himself in civil actions and criminal actions. And when do they break with him? You know, because at some point, you know, maybe there needs to be a formal deprogramming of the cult members, but something needs to happen. Oh, is that just fantastic? He has no credibility because we keep throwing garbage at him. It never sticks. Meanwhile, there's something like 40 odd people connected loosely or otherwise around the Clintons who've kind of evaporated. They've disappeared like their chef. How about the, the millions, the tens of millions of dollars that have rolled into the Clinton Crime Family Foundation, which is now the Clinton Global Initiative of Suck? No, ladies and gentlemen, it is you, you hardworking American people, you know, the people who go to church, who love their husband or wife who do the best with their family who pay their taxes who believe in the constitution you you're the scumbags that need to be eliminated isn't it wonderful like doesn't that make you feel fantastic because if hillary clinton hates you for everything you are my goodness we are so over the mark merely because we don't suck i don't lie I don't cheat, I don't steal, I don't connive, I don't manipulate. I just love my country. And as a mom, I will fight to the death to pass the finest United States of America onto my five sons. And these clowns who try to say that we're extreme you give us great joy, Hillary. I hope you make the circuits more because it just reminds us what we're fighting against. Dirtbags like you. Well, I don't know who gets the scumbag of the day award. I mean, it could be Hillary, but that's almost like low-hanging fruit. Sonny Hostin? Is that even lower? Well, the pile on on Jim Jordan started yesterday on The View. Wait for it next on the Wendy Bell Radio Program. You know, as much as I think The View on ABC is a toxic cesspool of filth and insecurity and every reason why I don't like to generally be around a bunch of women, everybody talking over each other, right? 
Who could be the bigger victim? And it's all predicated on ego and all of this nonsense. It's unfortunate from soup to nuts. But it's super important that we have it. Because these people broadcast. They share. They vomit out the talking points of suck. So when Sonny Hostin or Alyssa Farah or Whoopi Goldberg or Joy Behar, they start chirping about something which generally they're ill-informed about, we get to know and see right into the heart of the talking points that are being put out because it's a fact. This is what's going on. So Jim Jordan, Donald Trump says, Jim Jordan's my guy. He was a champion wrestler. He knows how to fight. He knows how to win. He knows how to communicate with people. He's my guy. Get behind him. All right. So what happened moments later? Well, interesting that we have the view. Maybe the view happened first, but it was obvious that this was happening. Yeah, they must have known this is who they don't want. Let's put them out immediately. You're correct. My timeline is backwards. So they put out this thing. Sonny Hostin, who fancies herself an attorney. Now, I will say this. To be a beautiful, intelligent woman of color, she sits in a position that maybe... 20 other women like her enjoy in the entire country, visible in a spotlight on national television. You could do one of five million things with that. You could be a role model to other young women. You could be a bridge of reason in unreasonable times, or you can be toxic and you can add your filth to an already explosive situation in this country and use race as everything. Play the victim card as much as you want. This is what they do. I see, I don't like victims. I like people who want to be victorious. And there's a difference. Because nothing's getting in your way. It's It's not what's in your pants. It's not what's in your heart, right? It's not the color of your skin. Everybody has an opportunity in this country to achieve extraordinary things. And this woman wants to use her time in the spotlight yesterday to go after Jim Jordan, knowing apparently that this is going to be the guy that they have to beat, right? This is the person the Uniparty is most afraid of, Jim Jordan. And so I'm going to play for you a series of audio sound bites that to me are reprehensible. They are vile propagandist garbage and it's necessary so that you can see what's coming in audio soundbite number one oh i don't even have to set it up she's just going to tell you exactly where her heart is go i will just say about jim jordan you know um he has been called by his own party by giant john boehner a political terrorist all right we're gonna stop right there what on god's green what does that even mean why is that something that's applicable whatsoever and does anybody out there think about john boehner was john boehner the leader of anything didn't he cry i was gonna say he was a crybaby. wasn't he a cry wasn't he like a self-tanning crier like really he would have been somebody Hillary Clinton would have really enjoyed dealing with. Nancy Pelosi. They them. were buddies, right? If that's the case, 
you know what John Boehner was and who he is. So she's going to say, this is interesting. Even John Boehner, people in his own party, call him a political terrorist. I was like, what does that even mean? So I, I Googled that. Business Insider, April 2021. This is where we're going. This is where Sonny Hostin is going. We're going to go back two years to a scandal a sexual abuse in sports scandal. Former GOP House Speaker John Boehner calls fellow Republican Jim Jordan a political terrorist. That's the headline. Former GOP House Speaker John Boehner in an upcoming CBS interview scorches several members of his own party for being, quote, political terrorists, including fellow Ohioan Representative Jim Jordan. Boehner criticized what he describes as an outgrowth of political opportunism that led to the deadly January 6th riot at the U.S. Capitol. When asked by reporter John Dickerson who would fall under his definition of a political terrorist, who offers that as a question? So tell me. Tell me, former speaker of insignificance, who do you believe is a political terrorist, says somebody who's just a scumbag? Jordan's name immediately sprang up, according to Business Insider. Quote, Jim Jordan especially my colleague from Ohio, he replied, Boehner said, I just never saw a guy who spent more time tearing things apart, never building anything, never putting anything together. Isn't that exactly what America needs? Isn't that exactly what we want them to do? Tear it apart. It doesn't work. It hasn't worked for generations. John Boehner, a crybaby uniparty swamp dweller, who sees people coming in and upsetting the apple cart, has to come forward. Oh, by the way, these comments were made as John Boehner was promoting his book. I wonder who sold more, him or Joe Biden, right? Right. Sonny Hostin goes on to say this. This is infuriating. Go ahead. He's also been linked to the Ohio State sexual abuse scandal. Wow. The Ohio State sexual abuse scandal, she says. Well, this is a very interesting sidebar story that she's about to sprinkle on us here. What about that story? Well, apparently, Jim Jordan was named or accused by people of knowing about sexual abuse of wrestlers on the Ohio State wrestling team. Not just wrestlers, but others. He's been completely exonerated, right? But that doesn't, that doesn't prevent Sonny Hostin from dredging this up. And this is a story, all right, let's see this. The same day U.S. House Republicans named Jim Jordan as the next top Republican on the House Judiciary Committee, a former captain of Ohio State University's wrestling team told a hearing in Columbus that Jordan knew Wrestlers on his team were being sexually abused when he served as its assistant coach from 1987 to 1995. Jordan's spokesman and all the others who have accused Jordan are the ones who are lying, says Jordan's spokesman. Congressman Jordan never saw or heard any of the abuse, and if he had, he would have dealt with it, said a statement from Jordan through his spokesperson. That's not going to prevent us from saying this, though. Right? This is a disgusting allegation from Sonny Hostin. By the way, the people who accused Jordan of this 
have both been accused of their own fraud. One accused of trying to extort one and a half million dollars from someone and another who is accused of trying to muscle a gold star mother. These are the kinds of people accusing Jim Jordan of, of malfeasance. My question is, it was the Ohio State, like, college? Mm-hmm. How, how could it be sexual? They were over 18. It was this, yeah, it was the university. It was Ohio State University. Right. Well, they're considered adults at 18. Like, I'm not condoning it. I'm just saying that they're making it sound like it's kids. Right. Like, Jim Jordan was all about it. Sort of like the, the whole... Um, Sandusky thing in Penn State. Yeah. Similar to that. No, well, he was with kids. but mm-hmm. or... Yes. Anyhow, so she's going to say, well, he's also been named in this Ohio State wrestling sexual thing. That's disgusting, Sonny. And you know better. But that doesn't stop you. Audio soundbite number three. She's now going to play the victim card about an experience that she recently had as she was called to testify before some kind of a House, obviously, Judiciary Committee hearing about cameras in the courtroom, about cameras in the courtroom. And she's going to allege that she felt terrorized by Jim Jordan. Terrorized. You know, terrorized to me is when somebody comes into my house, ties me to a chair, and puts a a, a knife to my throat. That's terror. Terror isn't sitting before a panel of boring Congress people. Listen to her anyway. Here comes the victim card. I testified in front of Congress about something so simple, cameras in courtrooms. He came in late, he looked disheveled, and he immediately was screaming and yelling and terrorized me and the other experts on the panel. Oh my God, she says. And, and she's looking down like she can't even get her thoughts. It's just, it's such an emotional flashback to her. She doesn't know how she's going to make it. And, and her, she gets a little soft, like, like I've played this card before. Hopefully they're going to pick it up and run with it. Right? I was terrorized. That's just dumb. Sonny, you're just, you're a poor actress, okay? You're just poor, but she's not done yet. <laughs> this is where she drops the reality of what Jim Jordan really represents to the people she's trying to back. Go. Describing him as a terrorist is exactly that. He's a chaos agent, and it came out of nowhere, and he had no command of the subject that we were talking about, which made it even scarier. So to have him, the thought of him being the Speaker of the House, I think leads to more chaos. (laughs) His role model is Donald Trump, who has no command of the language either. (laughs) Oh, she's like, he's a chaos agent. Bing, 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 bing. Chaos disrupt standard operating it's exactly what he is he's terrorized me now if i was Alyssa farah the hack who pretends to be a conservative next to her they must have write her a big check because she sold out oh my heavens i would have looked at her and been like you're kidding me right this is what you're going with today this is your victim card is there not something that's better than you were terrorized by his words, and by the way, if you've ever watched Jim Jordan in one of his congressional testimony, you know, the hearings, he's never ill-prepared. There, there's no not having a command of what you're there talking about. Sonny, it's a really great idea. And then what happens? 
this is the bomb. Apparently, somebody in the legal department didn't really like what Sonny was saying about Jim Jordan. And so after a commercial break later on in the show, this happened. I have a legal note. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Representative Jim Jordan has denied that he knew about sexual abuse of wrestlers during his years working at Ohio State University. <laughs> and the smug way in which she says it. Imagine somebody in your life who's a toxic liberal who you have to deal with, right? So you have to communicate and they do that thing with their head and their eyes and their face and they do that. That's exactly what happened. And then before the camera actually cuts away, you guys didn't see it, but I'll describe it. Whoopi Goldberg rolls her eyes. I love the sweet smell of victory. Breathe it in, my friends. Because we're over the bar. We're over the, the mark. I love it. Next on the Wendy Bell Radio Program. You know, going back to, to Sonny. Sonny Hostin on The View, who says that you know, Jim Jordan is a political terrorist. John Boehner says so. Oh, okay, I'm, I'm convinced now, right? I was terrorized. I, I, fe- I feared. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't believe. He made me feel so unsafe with his words. Oh, God. You know, if I were Alyssa, I would just reach over and slap her. Just be like, Push. does that help you? Are you now here back in reality, Sonny? But this is very interesting because what goes unmentioned as the legal notice, she has to come out and say, you know what, Jim Jordan has has denied ever being a part of any sexual anything at Ohio State University, even though I just told you he was. He says he wasn't. What goes unmentioned here is the shady histories of Jordan's two accusers, one of whom was convicted of harassing the gold star widow. I said mother gold star widow of a Marine over a memorial fund for her husband. That sounds like a fine, upstanding person to accuse Jim Jordan. The other went to prison for $1.8 million, a fraud scheme this guy was involved with. These are wonderful, wonderful role models, right? And I'm so glad Sonny hitched her wagon to them. All right, Hillary Clinton, let's get back to this hot mess. She's sitting down... (laughs) This is so much fun today. I love this. CNN's Christiane Amanpour. Bum, bum, bum. How do you defeat Donald Trump? How do you fight MAGA? I mean, we thought that we had them in our cross. This is me just, I'm editorializing, right? We thought we had them on January 6th when we set them up, right? When we opened the doors and said, come on in. When we created all of that and we had more than 40 different inside agents undercover working. Right? I mean, well, I thought we did it. How are we going to take them down, Hillary? This is probably the most important. What is it? Two and a half minutes or something you're going to hear? Not, it's not that long? No, it's the 22 seconds. Okay, one. this is important. I need you to hear what, what Hillary says. Go. At this point, I think, sadly, he will still likely be the nominee, and we have to defeat him. And we have to defeat those who are the election deniers, as we did in 2020 and 2022. Um, And we have to, you know, just be smarter about how we are trying to uh, empower the right people inside the Republican Party. We are trying to empower the right people inside the republican party hey by the way you are the biggest crybaby election denier there is hillary 
pot, kettle, black. We need to choose. She says it all right there. In the good old days, how it used to go was we were in charge. We were working with Republicans. We set a uniparty agenda, which sucked for everybody, right? Except for us. We were able to wheel and deal. We knew because of congressional testimony, hearings, and the like, what was going to be dropping in the stock market. What invention was going to be coming out that we could just magically invest in. And then when we were caught making millions and becoming rich as stink, we could use the old tried and true I never uh, make those decisions. I have a uh, an advisor who does all of that. I'm far too busy to uh, manage my portfolio, really. If we looked at all 435 members of Congress, left and right, what do you think the percentage is of those who have made dubious and highly profitable transactions that you and I simply aren't on the fast track to? I'm going to go with a staggering number. Staggering number. What is it? 50% of our House of Representatives are millionaires. Isn't that amazing? How is it possible for Elizabeth Warren, who's won 2034th Pocahontas, how is it possible that that feckless human being is like net worth of $100 million? That's casino money. Stop. You're alleging that because of her Native American heritage. Correct. She's down on the reservation. She's we Is she dealing the blackjack or she's just she's just profiting off the top? I'm just going to say <laughs> typical they don't really work. So she's and you don't want an angry woman at the table. No, you don't. So, Nor um, do you I'm, want her at third base. Yeah, she's she's Congress, so she's probably just skimming off the top. That's right. That's right. This is uh this is the woman who CNN is going to wheel out of the shadows weekend at Bernie's as though Hillary Clinton has any kind of credibility, any kind of believability, any kind of even remote like ability. Period. Because they have no bench. Where do they go? Bill Clinton looks like he's 147. He's done. Are they going to bring out Barack Obama again? I don't think so. He's liking his time in the shadows. And the whole storyline with his chef who was naked, (laughs) paddleboarding, right outside his boss's mansion on Martha's Vineyard, because all of that makes sense, to drown in shallow water while you're out there, not skinny dipping, skinny paddling, (laughs) right? I can't keep all these euphemisms. What's that? We're, we're euphemisms. One thing. Yes, I, I can't keep them all straight. It's very complicated. Because paddling obviously means something. What kind of paddling? I don't, I'm not sure, but I heard that he was writing some kind of a tell-all book. I heard he was a bad boy. I wonder what happened. I just, it's just so odd. All of these people just kind of evaporating. All right. So we've given you the ugly. How about the refreshing The congressman I told you about yesterday, Tim Burchett, the interview that will lift you up because he doesn't suck.
and he represents your heart. You deserve this. Next on the Wendy Bell Radio Program.